time we want to ask you to head on to aka cloud c-l-o-d instagram at the moment so you can view her amazing artwork throughout the duration of the show enjoy breathe pause be forgive share trust love sing become accept listen remember release be Trust, enjoy, dance, listen, call mom, forgive, help, pay attention, open, enjoy, feel it, love you, be kind, listen, be present, release, look inside, become, do it, love, feel that shit, love more, dance, say it, breathe, enjoy. These are words from the mind, body, and soul of our guest tonight, Visual artist Claude, welcome to the studio. Welcome. Oh my God, guys, that sounded so cool. <laughs> Did I do really that? <laughs> How are you tonight? Thank you so much for having me here. Of course, uh, of course. It's uh, it's an absolute privilege to be sitting here right here with you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, oh my God, that was part of an installation I did, um, on my first week in New York City. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an artist. I used to paint large format pieces. Mm. And since I got here, I didn't have a studio. So seeing the circumstances of like what New York is going through, I didn't want to get into a lease commitment or anything. So I saw the city as my canvas. Wow. Mm. So when did you get yeah, here? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just got here like three months ago, man. What? Well, well so, so let's start from the beginning. We <laughs> yeah. have done our research, but, um, the, our listeners do not. So. Okay. I would say start from your childhood and then work our way, man. um, to where we are now. Specifically, how'd you find painting? Well, that's a really long story. I'm going to try to... We got the time. Okay. <laughs> I don't think time. we do, but... <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think we do, but I I grew up in... I was uh, born and raised in Venezuela, mm-hmm. in Maracaibo, Venezuela. I I grew up as an oldest of five, um, a very happy family, in a really small town um, in called Maracaibo, in Venezuela. So I grew up to be... You know, a very happy teenager, beautiful high school experience, um, moved to the States. Um, actually, let me not jump that. I was a single mom. I was a mom when I was 18 years old. Mm-hmm. And I decided uh, not to marry the guy. You know, usually, you know, if you get pregnant, you get married in small towns. And I decided, you know what? I'm not going to do that shit. So can I say that? Yeah, of yeah. course. Okay, so I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to, like... I, can, I don't need anyone. So since then, I remember 
um, the shift in my life. I, I became uh, someone to prove everybody wrong. Like I was looked down growing up as a teenager in a small town, being a single mother. Like I was looked down a lot. And, and for me, that was just gas. You know, it was like, Oh, you have no idea what you're going to like, you're going right, to look right. up to me, you know? Yeah. So, so yeah, I became like a workaholic, like not a workaholic, but always like, um, like, it, it, giving way more than expected for me. Mm. And um so I to everything to people to, to your art to everything to everything that's the thing because art, you didn't want to settle yeah, down art, you didn't want to have that Yeah, I didn't want to be I didn't want to be the typical single mom mm. you know that people ex- expect from you like being yeah. you know uh, um so n- not successful dependent on on everybody around right. you so i decided myself decided to be that woman that everybody looked up to right so i got me i finished my career in Mara, in in my small town i married this guy who was in my life for 5 years and 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 moved to the states uh in miami actually so i lived in miami for over 20 years uh, had a second baby so I became just a hundred percent, like a full-time mom. Mm-hmm. So I was a mom and I was the wife of this guy. And then one day coming out of the shower, I remember looking at myself in the mirror. And I was like, who are you? Like you became nothing. You became like just the mother of these two kids and the wife of this guy. And you live in this fancy apartment but like, there's nothing that you know you want to do for your life. So, um, so that's, that, that was just a seed that, uh, that eventually, you know, probably 10 years after that, I divorced and, and I started a, I had two uh, college degrees in, in communications and marketing and, and I, and I started working and like, again, to prove everybody that I could be successful and independent. So I became this, a uh, creative producer for NBC universal. Mm-hmm. Wow. And in like five years, I, <laughs> I honestly, wow. Yeah. In five years. So I became from being like a full-time mom to be like a TV producer, you know, executive or whatever. Mm-hmm. And within five to seven years, I had gotten to a really nice point in my career. It was, successful, you know, relatively. And, um, but at one point in the office, uh, one day, it was one day at the office, I sat and, and somebody make a big fuss about this graphic that went on air. And like, suddenly everything went Charlie Brown teacher, like, Mm. and then I was like, nobody cares. Like nobody cares about the freaking graphic. Nobody cares about what we do. Like, this is just bullshit. Like, Nobody, like, I felt that I was in this, like, horse race going nowhere. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is this, this fuss about? Like, what is the race about getting, you know, getting the corner office or getting the title or getting, you know, high oh, up in the ladder? Oh, that's what you mean by, oh, okay. Yeah, I was, I, I felt that it was like, there's no point on, on all the hassle that we mm. take, you know, here at, you know, working for Telemundo. Like, all the, the awards, the prizes, the... Uh, the achievement that I had acquired was not mine. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, Universal's, NBC Universal's owner, right. you know, success. It was not mine. Yeah. Really. So at that point, I was like, if I die, 
next week, this will be, this will be the saddest life because I've lived from my, for my parents, for my kids, for my yeah. then husband, for, yeah. to show everybody that I can be successful, but haven't lived one day for me. So at that point, I literally, <laughs> I literally uh, quit my job, put everything that I own in a storage unit. Left my, well, my, I had two, two kids at that time. My oldest, oldest daughter was, uh, in doing the college thing and mm -hmm. my youngest was like 14. So she stayed with her dad and I just like left. I just, I was like, what, what is it that I want to do before I die? That if I do that, I'll be happy to die. I was like, well, I would love to, you know, travel the world on my own. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And for a whole year, it was like, I was like, you know, I'm going to push it. And it was like, okay, then. I feel like we all have a moment yeah. where like, yeah. I need to go I'm around the fucking right world. Now. Right now. Yeah, <laughs> we all, we all had that dream. And it was like, yeah. and then, and then there was this silence. And I was like, why not? Like, what is stopping you? Well, the kids. Then, okay, let's solve that. Then what? No, the money. Well, you have, I mean, living in Miami is really expensive. Like, you can live anywhere in the world for a year. What you, you know, how much you spend in one month in Miami. Mm -hmm. So, it was like. Shout out to Miami, yeah, the 305. Yeah, I have whatever. many friends. Oh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I love Miami. Trust me. It was, it got me here. So, um, so I left. I left to the, to the cheapest destination out of Miami, which was uh, Cuba. Yeah. And from Cuba, I went to cheapest destination, Mexico. And from there like Colum Co colombia and like peru chile argentina so and how long were you staying at these places yeah i was staying probably for like two weeks like i, I tried to say at mm. least two weeks so i could have a feeling of the city like right. i you know this feeling of like not the tourist thing but like the how the people feel in the city uh, so um i did that for a whole year and it took me you know all down to South America. <clears throat> then I flew uh, to Dubai, like Spain, Portugal, and, and I don't know, all of Europe, uh, Iceland, and I end up in India. Just a couple of places. Just like a couple of places. All this, you know, everybody ends up in India at some point for some reason. And so I, I end up in India and, and, and doing like a yoga certification for like two months, you know, in an ashram, meditating at 4 a.m. and like doing this thing. And mm. at that point I was like, okay, so I've done like everything I wanted this year. So what else do I need to do that I cannot do? Like, what else do I have to do? I want to do it for me that I cannot do it once I get back mm. to Miami. And it was like, Oh my God, painting. Like it was like a, like a whisper. Mm. Like it didn't, it was like so subtle. And I was like, Oh my God, I've always wanted to paint. Like painting was always that what was something that was always present in my life. Mm. I would ask for a birthday present to my kids and husband to just leave me alone for a day so I could paint. And I had no uh, formal, uh, you know, education mm. in art. Uh, I'm come with a, come from a very artistic family in music and like everything. Uh, but at this point, uh, I just, I just know, I, I just knew that I had to do it. So I dedicated the next, uh, three and a half months to only painting. And of course, I went to the cheapest destination out of uh, India and Rishikesh, which was, 
Kathmandu. Like, I was like, oh my God, I get to set up my first studio in freaking Kathmandu, you know? So um, I rented this Airbnb and I remember there was like really that old family staying, like they have like four floors and I had the, the two, the top floors mm-hmm. and they stay in this mountain. Like th- the thing was like out of a movie. I wake up at 5 a.m., which was like sleeping late for me because I was coming from waking up at 4. So right. <laughs> 5.30 a.m. was me like, you know, you know, uh, being lazy. And I woke up to the monks singing, you know, all around me because I was in like this mountain and I like see the sunrise. It was like, oh, my God. Like, I get to live this. This is insane. This is insane. Like, it was, and, and I was like, and just, just a year ago, I was like sitting in an office. Yeah. Like, just being, a, you know, hamster in the wheel. <laughs> so, anyway, so I, I, I took, um, this first month in Kathmandu painting. I was, it was just, it was very scary because I didn't know what I was doing, but I felt so, it challenged and the challenge was, it felt so good that I was just like, there's no one watching. Like, what if I mess it up? Nobody cares. Like, I'm yeah. just going to go for it. We'll see what happens. So, um, there was a lot of learning in Kathmandu in my first month. And then I, I, from there I went to Thailand. I just needed some beach around. Like I needed <laughs> some water and like some sun. And so I went to Thailand, got a concrete bungalow. And, uh, I rented a scooter was parked outside and it was like five minutes from the beach. So, um, so for a whole two and a half months, I stayed in this bungalow painting my ass off, like from the moment I woke up to the moment my feet hurt and I couldn't stand anymore because I, I wasn't keeping track of time or anything. And I came up like, at that point, like, I was all in. It was not like Kathmandu. Kathmandu was like, I was kind of like scared and like, oh my God, what am I doing? Like, who am I kidding? But in Thailand was like, this is it. This is it. I found myself like sobbing. I was like sobbing while I was listening to this Argentinian music. And it was like, oh my God, this is it. Like, there was this feeling that I had not felt with anything in my life. Right. And it was super clear. This is what I'm supposed to do in this life. So that's what you said you would learn uh, with all the traveling you did with Thailand, Iceland, and uh, India. Like, would you say in that moment that what would you what did you learn uh, about yourself, about the life that you have been living so far in that moment in Thailand? What like really came well, into your mind? T- I there's so there's so much. Of what you just just ask, like there's so much in there. I'm just saying that at that moment, when the when the when the heavens opened and the light came down to me, you know, just like the movies, and I was mm-hmm. crying, mm-hmm. and I was like, "This is it." I just knew that I had to create for the rest of my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I was, this is it. I don't know how am I gonna do it. I don't know. Yeah. This is it. You saw it past the veil for a second. <laughs> exactly. So it was like, this is, this is me. Yeah. And, and I, and I didn't know if I was any good. Like I, I see it and I was like, I think this is pretty awesome. And I would go out and like ask people and like, Hey, what do you think? Like very pretty, very pretty man. <laughs> so like I didn't have really a real, real feedback, but I dropped everything like, uh, you know, one of those like, um, uh, rugs, you know, those mm-hmm. like big rugs. I just wrapped everything and I ship it to back to Miami uh, when my state in Thailand was done. 
And I was like, oh, I'll figure it out in Miami if this is any good. So I send it back. I finish my trip. I go back to Miami. And, of course, you know, bills needs to be paid. You know, bank account needs to be refilled. Mm-hmm. So I went out. And, of course, I applied to any TV producer job that I could get my hands on. And I didn't get one single interview. For three whole months, I applied to anything. Anything. And, and not, it's not like I got an interview and like I failed it. It's like I didn't even, nobody ever called back. I kept mm-hmm. checking the phone number in my CV to see if it's like, did I just miss something? Like what's happening? Just make sure it's, it's still like, working. What's, what's happening? So, uh, I mean, there was, there was a, I remember there was a four hour crying nonstop situation. There was like, what is happening? There was a lot of pain. There was like, I shouldn't have gone. There was like a lot of everything. And then my, I remember my daughter pulling me out of the dark hole, <laughs> which was my room for that day. And she told me like, mom, just go to the beach, which was across from right. So I was yeah. living it was crazy. <laughs> go to the beach and like just, relax there like just listen to it and i mm. went there and like the beach the universe complete you know and the whole presence was like mm. you know what you, you need to do and i was like i know i know it was like a conversation it was like i know i know what you're doing i know so if you know then like stop resisting right and i went back home i just you know wipe off my dick you know i i i exchanged the pain and like the Fear and all of that with this absolute like certainty that this is that the whole universe was with me on this. So I went back home and I start applying for places to show my, my, the pieces that I have made over this trip. Mm -hmm. You know, there were like 13 plus pieces. Yeah. So it's like, I just need a place to show this. Like I, I need to know if this is any good. So I started and immediately that the same day or the day after that, like calls start coming back. People start making this, you know, buying pieces, making commissions. Like it was like, it was the universe was just waiting for me to Mm. take that step to listen. Yeah, to take that step. Yeah. It was like, there you are. Now yeah. you're listening, girl. Yeah, we're yeah, good. Yeah, 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 this is, this is where we're going. So I, I, I mean, I, I want to tell you that it was all flowers and butterflies and unicorns since then, but it was not. Mm-hmm. It was so hard. I had, you know, I, I didn't know how to pay bills that I had to like next week. Mm-hmm. I, I, I to in, in, in they, there was a point where the, I came home to an eviction notice in my, in my door. Uh, there was a point that I was and and but I had this certainty. It was like, but I know everything is going to be like, I know everything yeah. looks like shit. I, yeah. I know that I, that I need to go buy groceries for the whole week for with 20 bucks, but I know everything's going to be okay. Like, mm-hmm. like nobody will understand. Like I know. And I just stay there. Like I stay in that uh, vibration and, mm. And somehow I'm here, you know, three years later or two years later, actually, um, from that. I actually, this trip was exactly, let me give some context. This trip was, I left on January 2017, came back on January 2018. So, uh, the same day, actually, January 23rd. And this is the world trip you just yeah, described. This is, okay. Yeah, this was the mm. world trip. And <laughs> the universal yeah, awakening yeah. Jesus, trip. The world is so much bigger. After you do a world trip, you know that you've mm. been, you've been nowhere. Like there's like, it's so much bigger than 
where you've been. Anyway, so, um, so yeah, so I, I stayed, I came back to Miami and, and things start happening, you know, uh, words starting getting out, like uh, the feedback of my pieces were amazing. I decided to go a hundred percent into just art and, and I don't know. I, it hasn't been, it hasn't been pretty. It hasn't been easy, but it's been just so, so worth it. And, and the reason I moved to uh, New York, it was just like, it's like so many, so many reasons that, that the universe um, got me here. I came, I came, it was July last year. Let me mm. briefly, briefly. You know, Take go, go through that here, because because it's like this was this was crazy. It was July last year, and last year, yeah, last year. Wow, it was July last year, and my kids were you know off to were summer doing the summer college program, and the other one was doing this thing, and I was like alone in Miami being an artist. I didn't have really anything to do. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm gonna go to New York. I'm just gonna. Go there for two weeks and just see what happens. You know, I'm, I had, you know, I wanted to meet these curators and go to these, you know, galleries. But like, if nothing really happens, if I don't meet anyone, I'm just going to go museum hopping. You know, there's always, you know, you can always yeah, go to Center Park sure. and like, whatever. There's a lot to, so no expectations. Day one, I get into this apartment that I had already paid in advance and it was like a hoarder situation. You know, the place that you don't have the hoarder. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Like there wasn't a place to put like my cell phone. I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, you know, you, you should have asked for pictures. You know, <laughs> you know, you know the location. We should have asked for pictures. You know, you're always thinking like everybody's like, you should have, you should have asked. <laughs> it's not, it's not even her fault. It's Such your fault. New, no so, way. so, so I, at that point, it was, that was a place that my friend had recommended. I called, my friend calls me, so how's everything? And I'm like, oh my God, you wouldn't believe. And she's like, oh my God, you don't, don't worry. Come here. You can stay with me. And I was like, oh, it's, is that okay? Yes. Like, honestly, I, I really like this energy doesn't bother. Yeah. 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 Don't worry. Just stay here. I'll put a, you know, we get a mattress in the floor. And I was like, I'd rather, you know, uh, do that. At this point. So, so the funny thing is like, I'm, I'm at my friend's house. And I hear the door and like people coming in. I was like, Oh, that's a roommate with a friend coming in. And the room is like, and the friend is like, Oh my God, this is a beautiful place. Walks into the room where I'm at. And he's like, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm putting like lipstick in the mirror. And he's mm-hmm. like, Oh, I'm sorry. And, and, and I was like, no, no, don't worry. I don't even live here. He's like, Oh, where do you live? Well, I'm from Miami. And what do you do? I'm an artist. And what are you doing here? Well, I'm networking. He's like, Oh. I just got a place in Miami. Do you should, you should, are you expensive? And I'm like, well, not yet. And he's like, well, you should come to my office tomorrow. We need business to talk about. I'm like, okay, perfect. He gives me his card next day, 9 a.m. and at his office. And this is like the owner of this production place. Like he owns like a whole floor in Chelsea, like top of the line, like the most amazing production house in New York. Well, I haven't been to all the productions, but it was pretty cool. It was, it was, yeah. uh, it was, it was actually, it was like, oh, I give you that. It was amazing. The guy says like, well, I'm doing this party in two days and I want to in, in no next week. And I want to show your work here. And I was like, what? 
It's like, yes, like I want to show your work because I usually have an artist and I don't have anyone and I like your work. So I want to show your work. And I was like, oh, well, but every that can you ship your stuff to, to New York? And I'm like, yes. So I made everything here, sent everything here, but it was going to get here like the day before the show. And I was like, you know, if you give me a wall, I can make something for the show. Like in mm -hmm. five days, I'm like, yeah, yeah, don't worry. I can, Trust I can do me. it. So in like in, so he gave me a whole, a whole, a whole studio. <laughs> so I could paint this piece. And like in two, three days, I make this like eight feet by 10 feet wide piece. That I was that actually was the piece that was shown on the party because all the pieces shipped from Miami didn't make it on time, of course. Mm. So that piece that I made a was a piece, yeah, like, uh, that was a piece shown in yeah. the in the in the in this. You know, there were like fourteen, five, fifteen hundred people in the party or something like that. Someone approached me like, "Oh, I love that piece." I'm like, "Well, yeah, but it's not for sale." This guy. You know, the owner of the, he wanted to sell it for like too much money. So I was like, you know, you know, to talk to him, whatever that nothing happened there. I, I, everything wraps up. I leave. I take my stuff, but I leave behind all these pieces with the guy. He's like, Oh, I have a bunch of millionaire friends and we're going to make you famous. Don't worry. I gotcha. <laughs> you know, I know everybody in New York and the guy had a, you know, had like a Lamborghini or like a, yes, yeah, like a, like a spider Ferrari or something mm -hmm. like that. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll take your word. So I left everything here and this guy literally ignores me for the next six months. And I just comes back in December and I was like, I just want my shit back. Like, don't yeah. worry. It's okay. I didn't expect anything from this, but you know, just give him my stuff yeah. back. He completely, me. He completely ignores me and goes out in a rant and he starts saying like BS, BS like he starts like ranting for like five minutes and then he's like fuck you and slams the phone and I'm like uh, oh, oh my god okay and like and that's why everybody asks if I left anything signed or if I had a co legal contract with you know with the com with the, all the pieces that I left him I hadn't signed anything so at that point I'm like okay say goodbye to all the pieces you're not going to see them again. Mm -hmm. So, uh, like, right before, like, the next day, uh, this uh, I wrote to this production guy who works there, and I'm like, I just want to know if I can pick up the pieces. They're like, okay, you can pick up the pieces today, but, like, not tomorrow, like, today. And I, like, I figured out I found someone to ship the pieces, but, you know, take, go, the, uh, like, a driver to go there, mm -hmm. pick up everything, the, all the pieces, and I take it to my friend's house. And then this, um, and I'm about to ship everything back to Miami when I'm like, oh my God, remember that guy that approached you in the show asking for the piece? Let me, you know, before I pay like a thousand bucks to have everything back to Miami, like, let me ask to see if he's interested. And, 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 right. and to my surprise, really, it was like, I'm sending you a contract to represent you. And like, he started representing me and took all the pieces, you know, to, for his gallery. And then it was like, and then, you know, my friend where all the pieces were was like, what are you doing from February 10th to the 26th? And I'm like, I have no plans. And he's like, well, I have to take this business trip. And like, would you come and take care of my dogs for a while for those two weeks? And I'm like, 
of course, no problem. I'll pay, you know, I'll pay for the ticket and then you can take your pieces back if you want. I'm like, don't worry, perfect. I'll go there. So I let him know, you know, the galleries, look, I'm going to be in New York for two weeks. And he's like, well, if you're going to be in New York for two weeks and I have all these pieces, let's make a show. I was like, what? It's like, Why yeah. Not? <laughs> At this point. <laughs> let's make a show. Yeah. So on February 18 of 2000, of 2020. <laughs> of, wow. Yeah. So of 2020, like really February, right before the virus really. Yeah. Came right to the before. US. I had a solo show in Chelsea mm-hmm. because of all the, all that happened. I had my <laughs> solo show in Chelsea with this guy and sold that eight by 10 foot piece and other pieces as well. And, um, and you know, make great connections, whatever. I go back to Miami and the pandemic and the pandemia, you know, comes to New York. So during this time, I just, you know, I use all this time to stay in my studio. I enjoy this pandemia so much because I was used to being quarantined really in my studio, yeah. just creating. Thailand, so this yeah. was great because like we were all doing the same. Like I, it was no fear of missing out of anything. Like you're not missing on anything. So I created this piece called Pandemia actually, a, like a, it's a seven foot by 14, 14 foot wide uh, piece. Like it's huge. And, and I painted like in the midst of all the fear and like, we have no idea what's going on. Please right. someone help right. us. And, um, and, 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 and a little bit after that, I, I just said, like, I'm telling the whole story. Like I haven't stopped. I told you, I don't know if we have enough time, but anyway. This is the picture she's, I'm showing him the picture. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I did yes. that, that piece and then, and then it's, uh, and then, uh, so I have this, I end up doing this collection during quarantine. I have this like beautiful work that I was very proud of. And, and then my kids were like, well, ciao, I'm out to, I'm, 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 I'm out to college. She, uh, my younger, uh, Son goes to, um, Maryland for, for college. And then my older daughter goes to, I don't know, to like a workaway program. And then I'm by myself in, in Miami. And I was like, what am I doing here? Like, I should be in New York. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. City is just calling me. Mm-hmm. So I sold everything. Like, I didn't put it in a storage. This time I have nothing. This time I just came with wow. a, with a suitcase. And it was so freeing though, that to get rid of everything. Like, I was, I called my mom, mom, do you need new furniture? So I sent everything her, their way. And I made like a party, like, take it all. What well, the party was, take anything you want. So the, <laughs> everything every, must go. Type everything of must <laughs> go on a thing. Like, everything <laughs> took everything. And I just moved here like three months ago. And cut to me checking out a city bike and finding your work. (laughs) Yeah. And that's, that's an attest to, to you and, and how we listen to the universe and how we, when we're present with it all, the ugly, the, the divine, the beautiful, and we really sit in it like you did it for that painting. When, when we sit in all of it, it might take a little while, but we'll always be nudged. And, and if we listen, we'll always, we'll always be in truth and we'll uh-huh. always just know where to go. And you're, you're a testament to that. Oh, for sure. And I wanted to ask you, you, 
to me, I, I'm experiencing you as this being who lives so fully. You just, you're full of life and your work is exactly a mirror of that. Mm-hmm. And yet Malcolm and I were, were talking about it when we were, um, we walked by your installation yesterday preparing for this episode and, um, joy was the word that we both felt and just sitting with your work. It's just this, like the joy of being alive. Um, and I wanted to, Oh, ask- and the ability, sorry, real quick. And the ability to have joy in drastic situations like yes, a pandemic. Exactly. And or, yeah, that, that so leads me to my question, which is how can we as humans, as artists, how can we sit in all of the 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 duality the the ugly the the beauty of of this life and still uh choose choose the light and 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 um pursue the light in our life and in our work how did you find that and how do you continue to express that well um wow you're into deep stuff. So <laughs> that's what we do. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. So this is the thing. I came up with this thing. I have very, you know, we all have like aha moments in our life, right? Mm-hmm. Like this, this, and we come up with like, you know, mojo phrases, like, like drivers. Yeah. Yeah. Mantras. Yeah. Mantras that yeah. keeps, you know, mm-hmm. take you to the next level. Yeah. Well, my latest one is everything is part of the magic. <clears throat> All of it. Uh-huh. All of it. All of it. You know, the $20 that you found, like, walking down the street, the asshole that, like, you know, was, you know, watching at his phone and just, like, left you in the traffic light that you've been sitting for, like, 10 minutes. Right. The, you know, the lady who falls in front of you and, like, makes you late for this meeting. The, you know, the crying baby, the the friend who who... How you say that? It betrays you, the, you know, the lover who manipulates you. All of it. It's part of the magic. Like Mm -hmm. everything. Like it's, if you take, if you take, um, luck and like, and, and excitement and, 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 and beauty as part of the magic, you need to take the other stuff too. Like it's all part of humanity. It's all part of who we are. It's all energy. So. I don't know, like, and this is, and this is, and, and let's, and let's stop, like, the bullshit and, and the, and the bullshit and, and let's get real practical on it. Like, what if it's all, what if it's not true? What if it's not true that everything is part of the magic? Well, it's just easier living like that. It's just, you just live in joy. You yeah. live grateful for everything, mm-hmm. everything, all the pain. Mm-hmm. And, and, and when you, and when you receive everything as this is a gift, this is part of the magic. When you, re, when, when shit happens, you're like, okay, so where's the gift? Like you, right. you're curious about everything that happens around you. You, you just, um, you don't label it as good or bad, but like part of part the of magic life. that, yeah. Part that, of your journey. Yeah. Part of like what makes everything everything right so um so um yeah it's just that you don't you don't get you don't get attached to anything you get you don't get um 
hung up on like frustrated or like um um how do you say that you just you just laugh at everything it's the just giggle, like the universal yeah, giggle yeah it's like it's it's a yeah. You just flow with it. Flow, like, yeah. I just learned to flow with it. Mm. And like, so, right. and when you are in that flow, everything comes at you so easy. Like, you don't have to do anything. You just like are a freaking magnet of wealth and like abundance and like opportunities. Right. And, and it's, and it's like, Oh my God, how come I didn't see it before? And it has been always there. And mm-hmm. you just have to allow. Because honestly, there is nothing, zero, you have, there's nothing you can do. Like there is, sorry, there's nothing you have to do to switch everything from, from being chaotic to be part of the magic. It's your, just your perspective. Like yeah, it's a breath. It's a choice. Yeah, it's a choice. And, and when that happens, uh, when shit happens, makes you, you know, look inside, discover your traumas or your fears and like grow from that and like, oh, wow, this is it. Heal it and move on, you know, and just make it part of like your, 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 you know, your toolbox. Right. It's like now you yeah. know how to deal with this shit and that. Curriculum. Like, exactly. Next time somebody comes at you and like says something mean or whatever, you know, you know, it has nothing to do with you. It's all about the person. And yeah, we're getting into other stuff, but it, it's all, it's yeah, all, the stuff. it's all part of yeah. the magic. Like it's always everything. so refreshing to think and believe something, mm-hmm. but it's very easy to think you're the only one who believes that. But when somebody comes around and they say exactly what you've been feeling and thinking for so long, it's always yeah. like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. okay. I'm not, I'm not totally alone on this. Yeah, well, that's why we found her because of course we, we, we listened to and yeah, it's just an alignment here tonight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this is the thing. It's, we all know it. We all, like, deep inside of us, we all know it. It's just like, you just need a reminder. Like, when somebody Mm -hmm. says it, it resonates to all of us because it's like, you're right. Like, it's, it's, and, and, and like, in their subconscious is, is there, you know, the truth of it all that is like, yeah. You just need to receive everything, all of it. Yeah. I, I was talking to my friend, um, the other night and we had this really, like, universal opening conversation mm-hmm. she's like will like i think all your spiritual shit is bullshit and i was like <laughs> oh, okay. okay i'm i'm actually <laughs> completely open to that being the the case but that as long as that's the truth it's the same truth as the spiritual all that mm-hmm. the buzzwords and all the the stuff that you know people gives people reasons to push it away it's it's all the same. It's all the same. It's all, like you said, it's all energy. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all the light. It's all God. If you're looking for God, all you will see is God. Mm-hmm. And this is the thing. When, when, when you get into this, into this, you know, when start riding the way this way, you find so many people uh, in different, like you're going to find, like you're going to find yourself 10 years ago looking at you in like you're crazy. And it's like, I totally get it. Like, I know, 
I look like crazy. Yeah. Like yeah. I was there. I right. was, I was in that side. You know, I was yeah. looking at other people like, oh my God, like oh, this woo woo thing. Yeah, I don't have yeah. time for this. Do your morning yoga. Like, because we all meditate. have, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, we all have our own journey. You know, right. some people yeah, get the, the amazing opportunity of like, you know, lift the bell or like awake or, you know, living consciousness or whatever, how you call it. All that spiritual early, materialism. Exactly. Like yeah. early in life. Yeah. And some other people like die and they haven't even see it. You know, they right. don't even, they don't even have the opportunity. So right. it's like, we all have our, our journey, our time. And, um, it's not our job. Like, it's not my huh. job to, like, I do what I can to, you know, be the light and like shine right, and like put right. like, like this. And this is, a, and this is like a perfect example because I put that in. So that was my first. Installation. The, 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 the city the thing. On the city. Yeah. So I, this is what happens. I, in all of my work that I paint. Wait, sorry. Were you asked to do that or did you just do it out of your I own just, fruition? I just did it. Oh yeah, my. yeah. I didn't ask anyone. I think and that's the power of New York, by the way. You could yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah, just leave a place. Uh, yeah. So, so this is the thing. I, every time I paint some, when I'm in my paintings, I always put like, like a message, like an invitation, mm-hmm. like a yeah, word like, of consciousness, like, like, Look at yourself. Come like, and play if you want. Like yeah. exactly, it's an invitation. Yeah. You might take it, you yeah. might not, right. but right. I, I, I put it out there. If you want to see it, you will. Uh, so, but I try to give it meaning to like pretty pictures, not just something aesthetic, but something that has meaning and like it has an intention. So when I did this um, uh, installation with, with with gaffer tape in the city bike it was like i always walk by it and i was like oh my god this will be so beautiful with colors mm-hmm. and then we were in the west village so like nobody would really care and right. so, true. so i yeah. so true yeah yeah because i saw like a rainbow flag like a, a couple blocks down yeah. i was like is this her work too mm-hmm, mm-hmm. exactly it's <laughs> like i can like start like you know slipping in you know slowly nobody really will notice right yeah kind of thing because it's so crazy the thing about and like you said the west village you were and i told will this the other day when we were checking out your work you somehow made color your trademark because mm-hmm. we saw the city bikes and then we were walking down towards the pier and that's when we saw the the telephone mm-hmm. the telephone booth mm-hmm. and we were just like oh that that's her work too and it's mm-hmm. crazy how blocks away yeah like miles away we were just able to be like oh that's that's Claude. Yeah, and then we saw like a banner, like I just said, with a flag that I, I don't think was your work. It was like yeah. you know, like a yeah, gay pride like, flag. Yeah, exactly. And it was like, huh? But ma- we associated, but with we it, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, amazing! That's good. That's beautiful. <laughs> so this is the thing. Going back to the to the city bike and how we yeah, all are in different in different places, in different you know, different journeys, different places to receive or not. Mm. Um, so I put all the gaffer tape and like, while I put it, the city bike guy was there, you know, usually these guys are there trying to re- rearrange the bikes and whatever. And I was like, I just played dumb. I'll just keep doing my thing. Like I was paid for it. And I'm like, like, I'm just doing my thing. Like if he asked, I was like, Hey man, like if I can't, don't worry, I'll just take it out. But I was just, you know, I put my thing. Yeah. So I, I, I'm doing my installation and and finish and then look at it and I'm like, oh my God, this is so pretty. And I, I literally, um, so while I was doing the funny thing, while I was doing a bunch of people stopped by, I'm like, hey, so is it a city bike thing? Are you doing it on your own? Did you ask permission? <laughs> like whatever. And then this old guy, I remember, 
walk to me and you know everybody's like wow it looks amazing thank you whatever and then this guy comes up to me and he's like so what are you doing i'm like no i'm just doing this like so is this city bike no it's just me and you know trying to put some colors in the city and to mm. bring some happiness and whatever and he's like well i think it has it's nonsense i was like okay it's like yeah it's confusing like now you don't know if you want to pick the yellow bike or the purple bike and I was like, okay. That makes total sense. Yeah. And I was like, and, and then, and, and then I saw him, and then I saw him. You know, I, first yeah, I got triggered. Part of the magic. First I got triggered because first I was like, what do you mean? I'm like, and I look at yeah. him, and for a second I was like, oh my God, am I making everybody confusing like now? I was like, yeah. oh my God. I'm like, and then I look at him, and then I look at him, and it's like, oh. It's just that you don't want it, like, you don't, you don't choose you don't, to see it. Yeah, yeah, you don't see the magic. And then it's like, oh, wow. And then while I was, while I was, um, I finished the thing, I, I walk away from it. And this guy, like, was with me as I was walking home, which was like literally three blocks from the city bikes. And I had a really pack of my stuff. I was like two blocks away from the thing. And this guy, remind me that my work needed to have an intention and i was like oh my god i just left a pretty thing that has no meaning and i and as i was i was and I, as i was walking back i was like okay so everybody gets their bike and leave so like how can i how can I give it meaning? It's just a bunch of gaffer tape. Like, how do I give, like, how do I, like, spread mm. the love or, like, you know, shun the light? Yeah. And I was like, and, and, and that's where I was like, oh my God, I have white gaffer tape. I can, you know, as I put my name, I can just put, like, write stuff on it. And I literally text, like, you know, we all have a group of friends, you know, like WhatsApp group of friends. Right. And I text, like, girls, I, I need you guys to start, you know, send me phrases that you want to receive. Of like, they'll just lighten up your day. Like something that you people tell you, like would bring you up, and and I stop, you know, mixing my stuff with the stuff that they were saying to me. And then a bunch of ideas start coming. Like, oh, call mom, and like, oh, and dance and joy and whatever. And it was like at at the end, I was like, I just needed more bikes to keep riding. But this is the thing. Like I was finishing, I saw people like dropping their bike and like looking at it and smiling, and I'm like. wow and then other people who would like completely not see it so so and part of like being an artist is like no every time you create something like being you know a recipe or like a wine or like a whatever it is that once you create it or a promo tv promo tv commercial once you create it you have to let it go Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. the intention you put in anything that you do does not depend on how people perceive it like because it's all about where they are. And that's why you guys saw it, like really saw it. Like mm. as you were like reading all of that, I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah. It was so special because I, I was, I could actually see it from outside, like how much beauty, you know, it's, it's in those words. Like yeah. for me, we're like, oh, I just wanted to lift the spirits yeah. in some way. Like yeah. just, you know, sh- sh- you know, share the yeah. light. And, and it was like, 
you know, a call my mom message for someone, it will you know, just shatter, shatter her life. Around. I was telling Will when we saw it, not just this year, but for a couple of years now, you feel everything so hectic, especially in New York, especially with everything, social media and technology. Mm-hmm. Everything's growing at such a fast rate and everything's coming at you so quickly and so much content. What made the, the city bike so powerful for us was that it distilled all of our emotions to just single words and it made us take a break to mm-hmm. really stop and think about, oh, call mom, respect, dance. Like, just be free. Yeah. And it was amazing for us. Well, we're artists, so I feel like we just have that eye. But it was amazing just the thought for people to take a break and just reflect. Yeah. Yeah, it was amazing. It's, it's, uh, in, in, it's, man, the, just the present, you know, just Mm -hmm. like those actually, I was, I started just writing and then as, as I was like, Realizing, like, for someone who, who loves to dance and never got herself that chance and just to read dance, like, if I read that, Mm. I would just bring me to tears. You know, it's like, for someone else might not mean anything, but like, for someone, this word is like, it's everything. Like, like, feel that shit. You like something that you've been avoided or like been avoiding to feel like, or just do it. It's like something that you always wanted to do, but you just don't feel like you have the strength to do it. It's like, you know, some bike telling you, (laughs) some bike telling you, just freaking do it. You know, it's, um, yeah, it's powerful. And it's like, and you just need to, just need to be open to see it. Like it's everywhere. Like in this case, there are bikes, but honestly, you can find this everywhere. It's everywhere. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> it's an old moment it's just an angel always oh, leaves speechless I'm, o- I'm also wondering uh, was everything that you're sharing now every, all mm-hmm. this energy rich imagination it was always with you I'm assuming it was always with oh, you oh no my god I was such a bitch <laughs> oh my god can you believe it like I was I remember my kids uh, once I was like, I, you know, I divorced, I moved out, I was in this fancy downtown, you know, apartment, and I have like my TV <laughs> career and whatever. And I was just doing my thing and happy, I was happy, you know? And, and my, my daughter told me like, well, mom, you know, remember when you used to be mad all the time, whatever, whatever. I was like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you used to be mad all the time. I was like, Oh this is your daughter God. telling, this is your own daughter. daughter telling you this, like, wait. And I was like, oh my God, I was mad all the time. Mm-hmm. I was, I wasn't, I was just frustrated. I, w- I was, I had so much anger just waiting mm-hmm. for any excuse to just let it out. And mm-hmm. of course, as parents, we suck. I mean, we try our best, but like, we are not aware of how vulnerable or how like how much attention everybody's paying around you like really your kids just looking at everything and anything that you do Mm. and no matter how much you want to disguise it and sometimes i and sometimes i i I, i'm not proud to say it i didn't hide it Mm, um i was just mad all the time and anything was enough to set me off and and i just and and blamed everybody around me and it was just, it's been, it's been a long, it's been a long ride back home. 
mm. and and it was um you went all the way around the world yeah. only to come home uh, yeah and it's and, yourself, it's, and just to yourself. lose you know lose the <laughs> stop you know, drop drop the the carry on like you i was yeah, carrying yeah. around with so much stuff and yeah and i i just you know the whole thing is just it's like an onion I keep saying the onion thing, but it's really like an onion. You start like peeling layers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then, and then what happens when you peel all the, all the layers, you become nothing. Like you really become nothing. And it's like, but, but you're everything because right. now you're not limited same. to your. I, I was just thinking that stuff. saying nothing doesn't have to be a bad thing. No, it it's like everything. It's actually so much your f absolute freedom. Yeah. Because you're yeah. not limited to this thing or that thing. We're all so, like, obsessed to, like, get in boxes and, like, being good or bad. And, like, you know, it's, it's all about, like, duality. And, and honestly, we are, we are, I know this is really out there and, like, kind of woo woo, but I swear to God, we are everything. Like, we are, Yeah. The whole universe and we are all connected. Yeah. We just, we just don't get it because we're just humans and we have all this bunch of like insecurities and frustrations and like stuff that we carry around. We really are everything. So, yeah. What, what do you have to say to the people that are still at the point in their journey where they're still caught up in the, the stuffiness, the, the drama of life and, are righteous in the, in the anger and just all the, the stuff. How, how do you begin to yeah. let, let it go? Yeah. Like the people who don't think to quit their job and mm -hmm. travel, the people who want to stay comforted and contained. That's a really good question. And you know what? That, that's, 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 I, I feel like your story, like it doesn't even need to be answered. Like there's, Just listen to, like, just listen to this episode again. <laughs> yeah. You know? No, but, but, but this is, this is, okay, so I'm Rewind. gonna, I'm gonna be super deep here. I'm gonna be super deep Please. in this, but honestly, this is what I tell my sister, for example, for example, which I see her like such a slave of her fears and frustrations. Mm -hmm. And I love her so much and it hurts me to see her. Um, being, uh, like, um, yeah, like, limited for what people think or mm, what, like, yeah. other, how others, other perceives her or, like, so many things, like, out of her reach, like, because everything is inside and, like, you can find, you, you, you cannot find your happiness or anything outside of you. It's all inside of you. And of course, that is, Woo woo. And of course, that is not easy because it's so simple. It's not easy to see it. It's so simple. Right, it's so right. simple. You wouldn't believe it. it's like, really? Is it that simple? Yeah. Yes, it's that simple. But you deserve it. Like you deserve to allow yourself to be happy. This is what you came to be. Like stop doing things for other people and to make other people happy. Just. Like, your life is going to end. And you're supposed to come here and just be happy. 
and that is different for everybody. So, yeah. Do you feel any sense of things being full circle? Not maybe now or possibly in the future, because after what you just said, it reminded me of 18-year-old you thinking like, oh, no, I'm not going to settle for this. I'm going to do what I want to do and do what what I can. And to look at you now, I feel like, you know, do you sense a possibility of things being so fr- full, full circle. circle for you? So this is, this is the thing. So I, um, as I was painting, I recognize that anytime I let other people in, I, I was not doing a good job. Mm. Like every mm-hmm. time I let anyone's opinions or like expectations get into the creative process, like I was done. Mm. So for me, it was like, it's very important to let, to, to be like the one grabbing the paintbrush and like creating is the little girl. Like that Claudia, you know, that little girl, like remember, and I had to like literally sit down and, and, and look for that space where I would create. And like I couldn't care about anyone. It was like, oh my God, it's me at like seven, eight years old. And I would just do everything I wanted and like be loud and whatever. And I didn't care about anyone. And so I remember like if, um, you know, going through my stuff, I found a picture of myself. Mm. at you know eight years old mm-hmm. and I was like you know like crazy and my hair was crazy and I, and like at this I was like yes so I used to look like a little doll like my hair was just to be perfect and I always had like the perfect effect for hair and the perfect like lipstick and I was like you know the pencil J. Mm. Crew girl I was yeah. kind of J. Crew situation going on anyway when I was like this you know TV producer but then I started like letting loose and like just, oh my God, like being so free. So I saw this girl and I was like, oh my God, this is my hero. She's just mm. herself. She's like, like, you know, like, yeah. and like she didn't care. And she was like, her hair was all out and she was just right. having fun. And I was like, I missed her so much. And then I started like looking at like my pictures growing up. And then I saw myself as, at, it was, I think it was 13 years old. And it was like this post, like I was like, you know, just mm. posting like one of those, you know, you know, little girls trying too hard. Like edgy over it. Exactly. Yeah. Like, mm. and I was like, oh, princess, they got to you. They got to you. Mm. You know, it's like, I was like, oh, this was where you started acting. Right. For other people. Listening like to living other people, yeah. To other people. Yeah. So I, in my studio, I had. The picture of like my little kid and the picture of the, my 13 year old uh, to remind me always who's the one painting? <clears throat> who's the one? Yes. Who's the one creating? Who's the uh, one living? And at the end, it was like, I need to take this out of the studio. It's not who's the one painting. It's who's the one living? You know, that little girl who just wanted to be free and happy and express herself and like be big instead of like trying to make yourself small so other people will be more comfortable around you uh so yeah so full circle definitely um i'm become um i'm becoming more of my little kid Mm. every time like every time every time like every time i'm like you don't know 
don't know what to do. Yeah. It's always like, okay, what that little girl would do. You know, it's, uh, just be fearless and like think you can do anything, you know? Yeah. That, that's yeah. what we all, that's our goal. Well, we unfortunately have to wrap it up here. I know. You are blessed with an but, imagination though. Uh, <laughs> Let me tell you. But if, but yeah. if this whole conversation wasn't full circle enough, mm-hmm. um, I want you to read this text message I got during our interview. Ah, accident. What's it like? Can you pocket can you, call? Pocket call from my mom. From your mom? Oh my god! Accident. She she pocket called me. My mom. Your mom. Oh, ha ha ha! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's never it's never an accident. It's never an accident. It's never an accident. Yeah. Call me. mom, and I will call my mom back yeah. after yeah. this interview. And then it's not like, hi, honey, how are you? It's like an accident. Don't feel threatened. Like I'm just, mm. you know, it was an accident. Yeah. No, but yeah, we d- we really want to thank you for coming out tonight. It was yeah. a joy listening to you. No, it was an absolute. It was my privilege, really. Thank you so yeah, much absolutely. for opening this. Of course, beautiful of course, window. Yeah. Well, I actually, I just want to leave the listeners yeah. with one more thing. You were, uh, you had a quote on your website, and I just want to read it to everyone. She says, "I paint what we all perceive, but no one speaks of." <laughs> yeah. yeah, those are yours. <laughs> like you, like you said that, and yeah. uh, and I feel it. I really yeah. do. See, I want to thank you for coming out tonight. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Yes, of course. Beautiful space. Yeah. Well, for all of our listeners, um, we want to say thank you for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of Through the Mic. Yeah, and download the show if you're liking yes, it. Yes, download. It really helps us please. out. Please, tell your friends in other countries to download it yeah. and all that type of stuff. We're pretty bad at, at uh, publicizing the show and marketing, so right, right. help yeah, us so out. We hope it gets to your and, ears. And it, we're all in this together, you know. This oh. is this is more than our conversation. It's it's yours too. So please share. Right, right, Cloud. Thank you. Thank you. Peace out, y'all. Bye. Through the mic is hosted, written, and produced by Malcolm Callender and Will Aaron The show is mixed, edited, and distributed by Gotham Podcast Studios. Our theme song is Through the Mic, written and produced by Ibu Carell, and our artwork was done by Reed Oka McLaren with photography from Todd Estrin. If you like the show, please consider sharing it with your friends. Know someone you'd like to hear on the show? Send us an email at themikepodcast1 at gmail.com. Again, that's themikepodcast1 at gmail.com. Let's keep the conversation going. And as always, thank you for listening.